0: Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins and welcome back to another episode of the New Go Podcast. I'm currently finishing off a two-week holiday, that's why I've been away for a few weeks and haven't made an episode for a little while. But it has been a little while since I made an episode about my own progress of working in the emergency department. It's been four months now since I made that transition from ICU to ED. And to be quite honest, I feel like it's taken about this time to be able to get my f- head into being able just to feel as if it's a normal day-to-day job now. It's... um there, there were a few challenges in the mix. Uh, they often say that when you move from ICU to ED, the, the biggest challenge that you're gonna face is the ability to prioritize. Um, just with the amount of work that you're doing day to day with having more than one patient is, is definitely a big one. Um, but just being able to keep it aware of who all your patients are. When your buddy goes on break, now you've got six patients. You may have multiple different doctors coming up and asking you, to do multiple different things at the same time for each of their patients. So it can be quite overwhelming. And to be honest, I feel like this has been the case. And that's been largely the reason why it has taken me a little while to to settle into this new job. I don't feel like it's the actual clinical work itself, um, but it's more about the load of work. (laughs) It has definitely taken some time to get used to. I feel like Working in the intensive care unit there was a definite flow, like you're able to know that every few hours that the patient's going to need some uh, mouth and eye cares, you're going to be turning the patients at these particular set times when the wardies come around. Um, and you're able to almost finesse your way through a shift. You're able to set things up in advance. You're able to predict when things are going to come. And of course, there are things that are going to come up that's unexpected. These patients in ICU are obviously quite dynamic and things can occur very quickly. But in all, the the flow of the intensive care unit is somewhat predictable. But the emergency department, I think something I found quite difficult was that there is no flow. That That definitely took some time getting used to it's uh i was i was expecting to sort of get the routine and that this is how it's going to work but when you have different patients who are all at different stages of their journey in the emergency department and remember we're trying to get these patients in and out within a better, within a 4 hour period is the is like the KPI of what we try to work to so it's definitely trying to push them through pretty quick but it's uh it, it took some time especially when i'm trying to absolutely give my all to these patients and their families uh, I think something at the beginning I found quite difficult was I didn't know what the general you know, routine of what you had to do, it took me a little while to realise that for a cardiac patient this is what is the expected thing that I'm to do as a registered nurse and these are the expected things that need to occur before that they can move on to the ward or be discharged or whatever, whatever the plan and outcome would be but once I started to get over that and I started to realize that, oh wait, actually for, for the majority of these different patients, while everyone's coming in for different things, largely my job as a registered nurse remains, for, for these types of patients, it's very similar, very, very similar. Get in there, you're to be doing an initial assessment, you're to be getting your initial set of vitals. A lot of the time it's putting in a cannula, taking bloods, doing an ECG. And then you start doing the things that are specific to your, your patient coming in. Whether it's, okay, I need to do a repeat troponin for the patient who's got chest pain. Maybe it's a need for the patient who's got abdominal pain. Maybe I'm, and who, who's had recurrent UTIs in the past. Maybe I might want to do, need to collect a midstream sample, urine sample. Maybe I might need to do a, a bladder scan. But that's when you can start to hone in on the things that need to be done for that particular patient. But largely, it's get the initial data wait for the doctors to come in and do their assessments, get a plan, and then you'll have a lot of the time another set of doctors will come in once they get, and then they assess from whatever ward or whatever area they're coming in from to see if they're suitable for that particular area that they're going to. Maybe we've done all of our assessments, we've seen that the patient's had two positive troponins, the need to remain on cardiac telemetry, and we're waiting for a cardiac review. So, we're waiting for the cardiac team to come down, they do their assessments, and they'll say yes or no they're suitable for admission. Um, but anyway, that's it, and that's all changed depending on what team and what the patients come in for. But that's the general gist of what happens day to day. And that took me quite a long day. it did take me a while to sort of get to know that that's the way it flows within the emergency department. Um, but I think what, what, took me a little bit longer than I expected was that I'm trying to give my all for these patients I'm trying to be a reassuring figure for everyone Um, and ultimately you're trying to get people to like you and you're trying to get the the smoothest journey for these patients as possible I'm going out there trying to make cups of tea for everyone I'm trying to go out there and provide as much of myself as possible to rest and reassure Um, and then you'll also have the Doctors, again, asking you to come and do all these different things at one time. And what I found is that all of these, these things are starting to just bank up and bank up. And then that's when prioritization started to come into it. That's when I'm like, well, okay, well, I can't exactly make that lady that cup of tea right now. And I can't exactly take that person to the toilet right now because I've got two different sets of antibiotics that are the priority that I need to do right now. And ultimately, that, that means that you're not going to please everyone. Yes, of course, you can try to get your buddy and that's a lot of teamwork comes into it. Being able to keep in your head, like that's one big thing, trying to keep in your head who's who in the zoo. <laughs> my patients, this is where they're up to right now and this is, where they, this is what needs to happen and I'm feeding that information to my in charge. And then for my buddy next door, when they go into break, I need to have an understanding of their patients, where they're up to, what needs to be done and I need to keep an eye on, on everyone um, but ultimately when you, when you can see and I think the, the thing that I struggle with in the emergency department Is when I can see that I'm able to provide that rest and reassurance When I'm able to provide that What I believe is the carry care type stuff You know, getting a nice warm blanket Being able to give someone a clean if they're pretty dirty That sort of stuff is something that I could have done In the intensive care unit Once I got my other things out of the way But I find in the emergency department A lot of those things do slip but just purely based on the amount of work that needs to be done. And that really comes down to, again, the big key word is prioritization. I've got, at times, six patients I'm looking after. Everyone needs things. I'm trying to get people in and out, and you're trying to please everyone. But ultimately, the thing I've learned out of all is that you're never going to be able to please everyone. Um, and that's taken some time to get used to. But anyway, that's, that's sort of... What I've struggled with a little bit um, working into the emergency department as opposed to ICU, but I think now after this four month period, I'm now coming onto a shift and it's like you know what I feel, I feel like I know what I'm doing. It's of course there's so much more I need to learn. Of course I can get better, and of course I'm able to improve my time management even more. But I feel now I'm feeling that little bit more confident coming onto this shift and. Um, I'm able to help my buddies out even more. To start with, I feel like uh, my buddy was definitely helping me quite a bit, but as time has moved on, my time management's improved. My ability to prioritize has improved. My ability to keep all this information in my head has started to improve. And now I'm also able to go in there and help my buddy a lot more and, and integrate with getting their patients all settled in, and they come and help me get all my patients sorted. And so I feel like the emergency department really epitomizes the the ability to, to work as a team as well, because it's definitely needed with so much work that needs to be done. And I think when it comes down to not pleasing everyone as well, I think um, having a voice as well. Like my job as an emergency nurse, yes, it's to do a lot of you know, assessments. I'm, I'm going in there and um, I'm keeping an eye on the clinical status of this patient. I'm able to feed information back to the doctors and the treating teams as well. Um, But sometimes when you might have, for example, as I mentioned at the beginning, you may have four different doctors for four different patients all coming and asking you to do something right now. Uh, I think at the beginning, again, it comes down to trying to please people and trying to be the most efficient team member. Uh, And at the beginning, I was saying, yep, 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 no worries, I can do it, I can do it. And I was just running myself completely off my feet Um, because it's when you've got that much work coming on your plate and, and when you've already got things that you're trying to get done as well, uh, it's just, it's it's, it's not feasible. <laughs> um, so what I've learned to do is to be able to to say to the doctors when they're asking me this sort of stuff, yes, I can do this. Does this happen? Does this need to happen right now? I'm going to go do this for another patient. Can I wait until that's done? And so they'll go, yeah, of course, no worries at all. And so I think it's just being able to communicate that, uh, that little bit more and just have that little bit more forethought um to know exactly what what you're doing right now what is the priority that you can see because remember those doctors are looking after that particular patient but you know they're, they're not looking after the two other patients or three other patients that you're looking after at the same time so it's uh that again that little ability just there has, has certainly taken some time as well so i feel it's starting to come together that little bit more anyway guys i hope you like this little update i've got plenty more content to come can't wait to talk to you soon